the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You are listening to the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. Today, we will hear a classic message that we believe will be a blessing to you. Our goal is to teach God's Word in a way that compels you to live a life that overflows and blesses others. Let's join Bishop Greer as we continue the teaching from our previous broadcast. You see, God is not the one trying to kill you. He's not going to harm you, but the devil will. Demons are empowered by wrong attitudes. Demons are empowered by wrong actions. Everything we do is spiritual one way or the other, either releases the devil or releases God. Many of you wonder, what's going on in my life? Stay with me. I'm about to explain your situation. When that fire fell, it consumed the outskirts of the camp. You see, those that were in the center, only their stuff, maybe their tents and some of the things they had caught on fire. But you see, those, though, who were not all the way in and not all the way out, those folk were the ones who were killed. You see, we got to get in or get out. Because living on the fence can get you killed. But watch, too. Then the people cried out to Moses. Thank God for Moses. We all need someone in our lives to, uh, who, who walks with God when we don't. And Moses, what did he do? He prayed to the Lord. And here, Moses is a type of Christ. He's a type of intercessor here. And at this time, they had to call on Moses, but we can call on the name of Jesus. And the Bible says, anyone who calls on the name of Jesus shall be saved. So if we call on him, he'll be our help. But once they called, watch what happened. And the fire was what? Quenched. The destroyer can be quenched. But not until you cry out to Jesus. You see, the people had to admit that they gone wrong. Moses, I'm sorry. Moses, we were wrong. This is an Old Testament pattern, a New Testament truth. We will not receive reprieve until we cry out, God, I'm wrong. 
God, you are right. God, you are good. We sing the song. You are good, good father. That's who you are. That's who you are. And then we leave service. I don't know why God doesn't care for me and it's not fair. All things happen in my, but when we come back and sing, you know, you're a good, good father. You know, we sing all these songs, but we don't live them. Lord, I may not have all I want. But many people don't even have what I have. Realize what happened here. And realize what happens with us. It's amazing. I'll talk to saints and and, and they remember way back when. And talk about when they were in the world. And they glorified and celebrated. But do you really remember the morning after? It's amazing the things we select to remember how it was. Children are no different. They were able to look back on slavery and start acting like slavery was a better option than freedom. Don't you remember the slave master? Don't you remember the bricks made without straw? How soon we forget. And because we forget, we complain. And when Moses cried or prayed to the Lord, the fire was quenched. So he called the name of the place Tibera, which literally means place of burning. You know, the Bible says in James that our mouths can be set on the fire of hell. And in the New Testament, often when it talks about fire, it's talking about things that come from conversation. Many of us are setting our own lives on fire and upset God's not putting it out quick enough. When God is saying, why don't you just put the matches away? God said, be thankful in all things. Not because of everything. Everything is not always good. But in every situation, be thankful. But what we do when a little crisis comes, we start lighting, burning up our own houses. And then mad God's not rebuilding it quick enough. So we called the name of the place to Bera. Many people feel that they're in a special spiritual battle. That you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know the demons I'm facing. You don't know the problems I have. You, you really don't understand my situation. And they kind of toss out and say it's a spiritual warfare, a spiritual battle. But that's not really the issue. The real issue is not the devil. The real issue is an ungrateful heart. You see, when we complain, find fault, and it just making everything negative. The devil walks right up in it, just like a pig in the mud. He just rolls, oh, that's so good. That's so good. Gets right in the mud, and he loves it, and he draw the conversation out of you. Yeah, it ain't fair what they did, isn't it? Yeah, they, nobody loves you, right? Oh. Yeah. And we spend maybe five or ten 
15 minutes on Sunday worshiping, but the rest of the week, conversation with the devil. Oh. And, and we wonder. The Bible teaches complaining releases the destroyer. So if things are being destroyed, what might you want to cut out? The Bible does say in the New Testament, stop complaining, but it doesn't focus on the negative. It just tells us to give thanks. You see, complaining and thankfulness and gratitude, they can't live in the same space at the same time. You got to choose one over the other. To rejoice is a choice. You might think, I'm talking down to you, because Bishop, your world's just a nice world. You don't have no idea. I spent 10 years of my life upset about what people did to me, upset about what people said about me, in the ministry, preaching to others, tore up on the inside. And I said, like, Lord, how do I get free? The problem was, I've given you this illustration before, but I'm going to give it to you again. And I'm going to tell you the uncut version. <laughs> Early in my marriage, me and my wife having some problems. And she's from a different culture. At that point, it felt like she's from a different world. <laughs> we didn't get each other, understand each other. Just times were tough. And one day I was doing what people do in their restroom. It's amazing. Taking care of human business. <laughs> and the Lord is not shy. And I just felt something bubble up in my heart that was irritating me. There's just something in my heart saying you need to be thankful for your wife. Like the devil is a liar. <laughs> I'm serious. I was like, first it was them, then it's then, and now I got this problem in the house. It ain't right, it ain't fair. I thought you loved me. Thought you were for me. God. <laughs> but like I said, I'm still just a little bit afraid of God. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to go with that. Okay, thank you, Lord. For you. Now, do you know why he spoke to me there? Because God's illustrative. <laughs> Derek, you know what you're full of? <laughs> and I have found the right opportunity. <laughs> Boy, you better think that I gave you somebody. You could be there all by yourself. I could have gave you nobody to love you. No, she ain't perfect. No, she don't. But Derek, be thankful in all things. But also what he said to me, I never told the whole story. Because it don't really line up with some of my theology. He's like, Derek, if you didn't do that, Satan was going to wipe you out. I never made the connection. Until I started preparing for today. You see, what happened in the Garden of Eden, God gave him all these trees. 
He said, from every tree, you can eat the fruit. But there's one tree in the middle. Don't touch it. Leave it alone. And what we do, all the areas God has blessed us, all the areas that we can eat freely from, but that one area he said leave alone is the area we got to have. That's the area we camp out right in front of. And what happened in the garden, they got unthankful for all the other trees. That's why they started messing with that tree. And what we do in our lives, we forget the fact that I got health in my body. I got air in my life. I got, eye, I got sight in my eyes. I got feeling in my hands. I woke up this morning. I have another day to live and breathe. And I'm acting like God don't love me. That nobody cares for me. At least I got somebody. I'm trying to show you is we are demonized singing hallelujah we are demonized though we're speaking that's what the devil did he was a good old devil about good old Lucifer at first okay and he was good he's doing his thing but then he started looking at God wanting what God had like well I will exalt my throne above the north you know the one thing he couldn't have he got ungrateful for everything he already had and sacrificed that to become the devil. The devil always twists. He always puts all this other stuff away and focus on that one thing. You say, well, 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 well my, my, my friend died last week. Well, you still alive? Well, well, I lost my job. Well, you still have a place to sleep. You know, life's not fair. I, my elbow hurts. <laughs> well, you have an elbow. I didn't, I didn't get an education like other people. But you did go to high school. You can't read. You know, I don't look like her, but you do have something to look at. <laughs> no, you don't, you're not hearing me yet. I'm going to give you three points. They're the most powerful points you're going to hear today. Point number one. Some people are happy with less than you have. Point number two. Some people are happy with less than you have. Point number three. Some people are happy with less than you have. It's not about what you don't have and what you want. It's about your heart and who you are. If you're dealing with a horrible situation, it's a good moment. Because if you could choose to be happy in that moment, you could be happy in any moment. Some people say, well, you got happy because everything went. No, no, no. I decided to get happy where I was. When nobody knew my name, everybody was talking. I said, you know what? I make a decision. If God is for me, that's enough. Lord, I'm not looking at them. I'm not looking at stuff. I'm looking at you. So, so, so now you might get confused and think I'm happy because of some other. No, 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 no. 
backside a long time ago. Before, my wife is wonderful. This story just don't come out right. Sorry, honey. But, <laughs> but before my wife started acting the way I thought, well, my wife should act. I was happy. Before my children started acting the way they should, I was happy. You know, if you have God, you have enough. Ephesians 5 and 18. I'm going to finish quickly. I'm out of time. Like I said, this is not a sermon. This is a beat up old message. Here's something I learned. And I've traveled the globe. I have been in the most impoverished nations and situations in the world. And I've learned that um, happy people seldom have the best. They just make the best of everything. So you're not happy, not because of what you don't have, but because you haven't made a choice. You know what, Lord? I don't have all that, but I do have this. And be grateful for what you have. And it's amazing the favor you attract, the angels, you demons start running and fleeing. And you didn't even say, I bind you once. It was just a change of heart and attitude that breaks the power of the enemy. Do you know why many of you are ending toward divorce? You're heading toward it? Some people, you're just married to a crazy person. I know that. And so, some of y'all, they're going to hurt you bad if you stay. But that's a small percentage. Most of us, we just got ungrateful. Well, she ain't this, or he ain't that. He don't do this. He's not like that. And we lose focus of the good. And what's amazing is we leave that person, then go marry someone just like them again. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how the next woman is just like the last one in, in each of these? Okay. All right. <laughs> Sometimes, though, you do need to leave, okay? Especially they bring in diseases in your bed and all that. You do need to get out of there. It, it will kill you, kill you fast. I'm out of time, but uh, we're going to figure this out. Ephesians 5 and verse 18. Will anyone in this church ever come back? All right, good. All right. He says this, and do not be drunk with wine, right? This is something important to remember, especially over the holidays, right, folks? <laughs> if you choose to drink, drunkenness is not an option. He says, the type of drinking he's talking about, he's about to explain, and which is dissipation. Dissipation literally means drinking until your head spins. You know, it's, it's amazing how we, we, we drink to forget and how much more we remember. <laughs> you just start remembering, I'll remember, yeah. You just start remembering, so I saw all coming back. But you were drinking to forget. All right. But instead... He gives you an option. Be filled with the what? Spirit. You can't be filled with unholy complaining and be filled with the Holy Spirit in the same space at the same time. You see, the problem with some of us, we think that being filled with the Holy Spirit is only about speaking in other tongues. Tongues is a great start, but there's a whole lot more to it. Let's watch what being filled should look like, and and I'm through. It said, be filled with the Spirit, and here's the evidence. Speaking to one another, what you say to other people. 
It's an evidence of how filled you are. Speaking to one another with all your complaints. No. You see, you, t- you do take your complaints to God, but you leave them there. And he'll resolve it. He'll fix it. And you don't try to pretend there are no issues when there are, but you just don't let that issue swallow up everything else. Where that one problem, you forget everything because your elbow hurts. And, and all of a sudden, life is just bad and you want to kill yourself. All because, you know what, one of your nails fell off prematurely. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but I'm meeting people everywhere with faith that fragile. Well, well, my girlfriend left me. I don't know about God. I didn't do well on my test. I don't know about God. I went to church and they didn't like me. I don't know about God. I don't know if you really know God. If you are so easily and quickly pushed away from fellowship. We're almost there. Speaking to one another. You bring your complaints to God, but again, your praises to people. In psalms, hymns, and spiritual song. Being filled with the Holy Spirit is really about maintaining your song. And in my Christian journey, there were a whole decade I lost my song. There was no psalm, no hymn. If anything, it was the blues. And it almost wiped me out. I ended up sick in body, depressed in mind, broken in relationships. I didn't understand the principles I was violating. I was reading the Bible. I was binding. I was loosing. I was fasting. But I wouldn't rejoice. I wouldn't give thanks. I'd sing a song of praise, but it was a song of praise. But I didn't thank God. Lord, I thank you for, for these two hands. I thank you for, for my eyes. I thank you for my hair. I, 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 I thank you for my feet, Lord. Lord, I, I thank you for the ground I'm standing. I thank you for the sun, the moon. I thank you that you save me. I, I, I thank you that you love me. I thank you that you're for me. I, I know what they did. I know what they say. But Lord, I, I, I thank you that, that I'm in my right mind. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. And it's amazing that I, as I began to thank God, the cloud of my life was removed. I mean, I went from demonic situation to demonic situation. The destroyer was just moving. And, and it seemed, I, I didn't want to do nothing new because I was like, it's just going to be destroyed. But I didn't understand my heart was releasing my own destruction because I wasn't thankful. That's why the Bible says, rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say to you, unless you miss me the first time, rejoice. Beaten, shipwrecked, left for dead, praising God. Why aren't you praising God? You know, there's a lot of different people in this room, different backgrounds. I want to speak to one specific group, and I'm, I'm, I'm just about through. You know what kept the slaves through slavery? They'd sing a song. The master may have had their bodies, but not their hearts. They had no clothes to wear in winter, no shoes on their feet but they'd worship. But now we have $300 shoes on our feet, $1,000 suits, $1,500 bags on our arms. And we lost our song. The issue is not our circumstance. 
but our hearts. Our forebearers would roll over in their graves if they heard what we are complaining about, what we're upset about. Oh, I'm stuck in traffic. Oh, dear God, they couldn't get off the plantation. Oh, my roof. They had no roof. Oh, this food don't taste good. They had no food. Chitlins, hog moths, and pig feet. Get what I'm saying? By the way, they made that stuff taste good. Let's get back to this. I gotta, we got to stop. But being filled with the Spirit, the, how you know you're filled is when you can be happy when it's going wrong. That's when you're filled. What God wants you to do is get filled again. He wants to give you a new song. I want to review my three points. And then I'm through. I'm already over time. Point number one. Someone else is happy but less than you have. So what's your excuse? Point number two. This is a really good one. Someone else is happy with less than you have. It gets better. Point number three. Someone else is happy with less than you have. This has been a classic edition of the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer, pastor of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. Our prayer is that this teaching from God's Word strengthens and inspires you to live a life bigger than yourself. So remember, you can access this message and much more for free at gracechurchva.org. And we also invite you to join the Grace Church family for service online by connecting on our website or on YouTube at Grace Church VA TV. That's our time for today. Until next time, remember, you have what it takes to live big. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.